Welcome to the Breaking 50% Podcast, where we bring you a few minutes of NFL gambling news because you care about gambling, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. Trash cover of the week. Steelers minus nine and a half over the Browns. There were so many choices in week 11. The Saints score with under three minutes to go to cover. The Cowboys score to cover with under two minutes. The Lions score to cover with under one minute. The Niners score to cover with 206 to go. And then you add this gem from the Miami Dolphins. Seven punts to start the game, an interception, three more punts, down 10-0 at that juncture, and they score two touchdowns in a row to cover and win the game. But the trash cover of the week belongs to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who were clinging to a 17-9 lead with under four minutes to go when Josh McCown, who was the second quarterback to play for the Browns in this game, dropped back, eluded the rush beautifully. Josh McCown, a competent, reasonable NFL quarterback who has had... There was a season with the Bears where he was putting up Pro Bowl numbers. And this is not a guy who should make these types of mistakes where you don't understand the dynamics of someone chasing you. So he eludes the rush beautifully, rolls to his left. You know that guy, the guy didn't dive and miss you. You just juked him to the left. So he's going to be pursuing you. And yet McCown takes so much time to wind up. The guy we juked sacks him, strips the ball, the ball is sitting there in the end zone because McCown was in the end zone. So if there was ever a time where you really needed to make sure that you had eluded that guy and you'd bought yourself enough time, this would be the time. He didn't. Steelers recover the fumble and they cover the spread. Least favorite comment of the week. Any comment against the new PAT rule. It is really hard to be stunned by sports opinions these days. Appalled, disappointed, annoyed. Yeah, that makes sense. But stunned? In a day and age where there is an economy around generating clicks, around generating buzz, around hot takes. But I am genuinely stunned by the fact that somewhere around 50% of media members are against the new PAT rule. The rule that was instituted last year that made the point after try a longer kick and thus dropped the percentage of makes from 99% to somewhere around 94%. We are constantly being told how football is a game with three phases, offense, defense, and special teams, as if all three occupy the same level of importance, which of course this isn't true. Offense and defense are way more important than special teams. But if you want to make this argument constantly about how important special teams are, anything that would make it marginally more important seems like it would be a good thing. And not more important because of some gimmick. I get that there are tons of crazy rules we could institute that would make special teams more important, that would make it more exciting. We could have seven-point kicks if you hit it from 60 yards. No, this was simply a minor change that made sense within the current flow of the game. It did not corrupt the soul of football in any way. And yet, a lot of people don't like this. Don't like that we have taken something that was a total afterthought, something where you would walk out of the room, you wouldn't, you would never even ask. 
ask, did, did, oh, did he make the kick? Should I be watching this? No, it was just, here's some percentage of time in the NFL game that I need not pay attention to. And still, we're pretty close to that. Kickers are making 93.5% of these tries, but that slight dip has added a level of strategy has added a level of tension, has added a level of decision-making about wind, about needing to go for two, about trying to block a kick, and worrying about having a kick blocked. Remember the old system where no one even tried to block kicks. I mean, they would just stand there. And here's the thing about the disdain that people have for this rule change, is that I just... I haven't heard a good argument. Like, I want to hear a great reason why this is bad for the game. And all I keep hearing are are two things. One, the first being, I don't like kickers deciding games. Really? Like, do you realize that the most common difference in an NFL game is three points? Do you realize that kickers are winning Super Bowls, winning games every week? Like, how long have you been watching football? How could you possibly conclude that kickers don't decide games? But maybe you're saying, I don't want them to have more of an influence on games. Okay, but why? That just seems arbitrary. Uh, and then the second one is just kind of an ooh argument. Uh, why don't I like this? Ooh, I just look at it and it just, ooh, I just don't really like the way it looks. It's just, it's the status quo. I just like the way things have always been. Can I tell you that it's better than what it currently is? No, but I just, I just kind of liked it more that way. Which is, of course, a terrible argument for anything. Because it can be used as an argument for anything. Thus rendering the argument pretty worthless. But don't worry, everybody. This is how change often feels. You're a little uncomfortable. And then you adjust. And things become more comfortable. We're just a year and a half into this. In a little bit of time, you'll all love it. Or you'll actually come up with a legitimate argument and we'll change the rule. But I'm going to guess that the former is going to beat out the latter because that is the direction that society tends to move. Reminder of the week. Thanksgiving dinner is a great time to make money. You know you're going to be around some people this holiday season where football is being watched and that person's got to validate his own intelligence. And you know that this person doesn't even watch football. And even if he does, he's probably overstating things. My favorite variety is the inevitabilities guy. Oh, uh, you know, I just watched some football. We, I mean, it's going to be the Patriots again. I mean, no one can beat the Patriots. Patriots, Seahawks, I mean, maybe the Cowboys, but that's it. Really? That's it? A league with 32 teams, we're just, we just already know what's going to happen. This is not the NBA where there are seven-game series where inevitabilities very often do happen, though I point you to the finals this last season to show that inevitabilities do not always happen. Uh, I also point you to this election, which somehow people don't understand math. Like, 20 to 30% chance doesn't mean 0% chance. So just casually call these people out. Sure, I'll, I'll take the field. You can have the Cowboys, Patriots, and... And Seahawks, I'll take everybody else. You know, give me 10 to 1 odds because, I mean, of course it's not going to happen. And these types of things, especially if you do it in that that nice subtle tone of like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't really know much either, but, you know, I'll take everything else that you say could never possibly happen because all these things are inevitable. Or don't. Just enjoy your Thanksgiving. This is simply a reminder. The only reminder I could come up with uh, because I just had, I haven't got to get on a plane. There was just nothing that really stood out to me. 
we'll, we'll be back in full force next week.